0: What's up, Colorado? Chris Lopez here, and today's podcast is not our normal podcast about market updates and deals, but this podcast is about recruiting top-notch brokers in the multifamily space for Kaufman hagen Commercial Real Estate. Now, I do what I always do when I need to find a great person, or in this case, in this case, a couple of great people. I reach out to our community. I reach out to professionals and investors around town because you may know someone or you may be looking for a change in where you hang your license at. And we will talk to you what we do here at Kaufman Hagen. Now, a couple months ago, we released episode 326 that launched the brokerage and kind of gave a high level overview about our values. And I got my same co host and also partners at the brokerage on the show today. So we got Teal Hagen. Teal, good afternoon. Hi. And Brandon Kaufman. Brandon, what's up? Nothing much. Working. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> everyone's been working because this is about five months uh, since Kaufman Hagen officially launched in early November. And Teal, it's been a whirlwind, but paints a little bit of picture. <laughs> yeah. What's new?
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so we moved into this amazing office space downtown. We basically have worked the last five months to build the architecture, the infrastructure of the brokerage and get going and stabilized. And now we're stabilized and it's, there's all this momentum and it's like, okay, what's next? We're, it's time to bring on our team. It's time to bring on our staff. We're ready for them. Um, so that's where we're at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you, you hit, I mean, it's been growth and momentum mm-hmm. and because we've got the infrastructure built mm-hmm. and also Brandon, I mean, you and the brokers, I mean, you guys are crushing it. Give us an update as to what you guys are doing and deals you're slinging.
2: Yeah, I mean, what I'm most excited about is, I guess, the excitement from the brokers, the confidence, the teamwork. You know, the sales speak for themselves right now. The under contracts, the listings that we have, the deals closed. I think it's touching like a hundred million right now mm-hmm. with, with that mm-hmm. number. But I mean, just I, the collaboration and just I don't know everyone buying into the you know the ideals that we set out from the from the jump. It's been yeah, pretty
1: awesome. You can feel it. It ruminates. And I like the three of us went to Boulder and sat down and like make a business plan, however long ago. And it's like we set out this lofty, what we thought was a lofty goal to get, you know, fees in house next year. Like it's our first year. Let's see what we can do. And we've already in February closed that many, that much in fees. So, uh-huh. I think as it relates to brokers and what they want to see, it's, you know, there are deals flowing through here and we are seeing, you know, we're collaborating and it's like we're creating a scheme environment and it's like, okay, who are the two to three special people that we're bringing on to be a part of this? Now? Yeah,
0: exactly. And And as we go through and talk about the recruiting on here, the way we outline this is we picked seven topics as we really define what our values are, what we focus on, and we feel like we bring uh, something different to the marketplace for investors and also brokers. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go through those seven items and present it as what we've seen as the status quo or industry mm-hmm. standards, especially if, you know from your perspective, Brandon, too, with all your experience around town, and talk about how our values, what we're doing in the day-to-day here at Copenhagen, are different. So getting to uh, like the first topic, Teal, to mentality towards our brokers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, okay. So uh, really the industry standard is that brokerages see brokers as they're replaceable, right? There's enough of them. And like, if you don't want to do what we need you to do, then we'll fill your seat. And so you're a company man, you're always showing them why you're valuable, how you're valuable. And it's like, this is so backwards, right? So the reality of what a brokerage should be providing is that the brokers are your client and that is our North star. What are we bringing what value are we bringing to the to the brokers to like service them based on their split, right? And so this is it's just a it's a very simple mentality shift, but it it's the decision it's the litmus test on every single decision we make in the brokerage. And if it if it serves the brokers, it's like how are we facilitating them getting deals in our contract? How are we facilitating getting deals closed for them on their behalf? Everything else falls into place from there. And I don't you know that, like other webs other. Companies might have that on their website, but I don't know that it ruminates through to the brokers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Brandon, from your perspective, I mean, you're, you know, you're day-to-day doing deals, leading the brokers as well. Like, how is the mentality here different from where you've been in other, other shops?
2: Uh, and from the top down, it's just a true collaboration. You know, everybody plays a role from the admin side mm-hmm. all the way to, you know, the brokers and then obviously Me. And uh, yourself. And so, you know, everybody is contributing and working towards you know, one common direction. We, you know, I think I think that collaboration word gets thrown a lot or thrown around a lot in town. And it's true here. You know, everyone's moving at mm-hmm. the same pace, everyone's moving in the same direction, everyone's here for each other. No one's counting fees, you know, we're looking we're looking backwards at dollars and and more so looking at relationships. And I think everyone's bought in. Um one thing I'll say just from the, I mean, the admin side is like, everybody is so proactive on mm-hmm. how they can help brokers Just they're excited mm-hmm. about, you know, like what, what reports can I pull for you? Like, here's what I had an idea. And it's like, reports will show up on your desk, like a mm-hmm. a, a call list will show mm-hmm. up on your desk. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, here's like five marketing ideas that we thought of for,
1: for this one for property. this. Yeah. And yeah. just
2: like, you know, as a broker that's like the last thing that's on your mind, you know, when you're up Mm -hmm. at 10 at night, trying to get deals done, get signatures on paper. And it's just Mm -hmm. when you show up in the morning and that's just all sitting on your desk for you, or you show up to a meeting and like for a week, someone else was thinking about that for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes your job so much easier.
0: Mm -hmm. Very well said. And kind of moving on to point number two, which is Culture. And I mean, it's culture is important in any business, mm-hmm. especially as we've been, you know, growing Kaufman Hagen. We spent a lot of time really defining culture and, you know, who we want to serve, what type of team we want to attract. Uh, because in the long run, I mean, like quality is much more important than quantity for us here. And that's very reflective in our culture. I think a good also representative of our culture is the office space that's been put together here. It's a mm-hmm. very unique office space uh, in general and also for the commercial shop. Mm-hmm. So when it kind of comes to to culture, Brandon, how would you define the culture here uh, at Copenhagen?
2: Um, I think mean, it's a true team, I think I think uh, you know, just touching on who we would want here, I think we'll kind of answer it. You know, we don't necessarily we're not necessarily looking for you know, just a million dollar guy and million dollar girl to come in and just close their office door and make calls and, and get deals done. And mm-hmm. it's just a bottom line for us. It's like right. all ships need to rise with this, Yeah, you know, with the next two, three, four people that come, mm-hmm. you know, we hired one guy and now everybody else is, you know, better for it. Right. And so, you know, the next people that we do hire, we just want them to, you know, fit in with the team, appreciate kind of what's being provided in the sense of, hey, I've never experienced anything like this before. And, you know, this is going to get me from being able to do 15 deals a year to like 35, 40 deals a year, you know, because all I have to do is brokers. All I have to do is work with my brokers and my friends, you know, and, and just collaborate together. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think that kind of speaks to the culture we're building here.
0: Mm-hmm. It does, and also um, like like painting on a picture about the office space. Like we'll include a video on here and see sure. images, and you know, it's very cool office space. But the I think the office space is you know worth a thousand words from a visual standpoint for yeah. exactly yeah. what you said. Like paints a picture on that.
1: Uh, yeah, so I think we're we're creating an environment that you can come in and you can take what you need on every single day. So like, what do you need today? Like. One of my favorite parts of this, I did not see this coming, but the guys play basketball every day. They have a basketball goal at the back of the office. It's basically like a quarter court or a half court. And they, you know, it's not all afternoon. It's just like a 10 minute, I don't even know how the games are structured. They play 10 minutes at a time or something. And it's a way to de-stress. And it, it takes a lot of energy to do this job. It takes a lot of bandwidth to make cold calls. So it's like, how are you de-stressing from that? How are you stabilizing? How Where are you getting this energy from? Um, yeah. Or it's just simple stuff. Like we're, you know, we have all these meals in house that are like, that's done for. This is not something you have to think about in your day. You're literally wait going
0: so to what, the, meals in house. What do you mean?
1: Yeah. We just stock the fridge with like, like really healthy, awesome, you know, steak meals or whatever it is. And so it's, it's, it seems simple, but it really provides a lot in a broker's day of like, okay, I want to hit, I want to grind today. I'm going to show up at 10, you know, we've got, you know, Kevin will show up at 10 I don't know what time he leaves, but like, it's so much easier if he... Seven.
2: Kevin shows up at seven.
1: Oh, I I said said 10. It is seven. You're right. Sorry. 10 hours a day is what I meant. Yeah. So it's seven to seven, seven to five, whatever, Kevin. But it's one less thing Kevin has to think about Yeah. to, you know, how like the meals are provided or that like there's this camaraderie effect or, you know, I think it's really like you have to come into the office to see it. But it's definitely unique.
0: And and that's part of the thing as we, uh, you know, for people out there, brokers out there interested, like it's very simple. Come have a conversation with us, Teals and Brandon's contact, Teals in the show notes. Um, Casual conversation. We got to slide with the details. But come walk the space. Come meet the team. Come meet their brokers because that is worth a thousand words in my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, So moving on to kind of like topic number three, which is support. And support, you know, especially like in a sales type role, uh, support is a word that gets thrown around a lot. Mm -hmm. But I mean, the more support a salesperson or a broker has, the higher dollar per hour activities they can do. Mm -hmm. And I know we've been very intentional having a great support staff, great support systems in place. Can you elaborate on that? Because that helps brokers be more productive, do more deals, which is great for everyone.
1: Yeah, right. It's a constant pain point for brokers. It's just like... This is probably a question for Brandon because it's like, there was one shop that you really hit a glass ceiling on what you could do because you weren't provided much support or enough support, we should say. And so it's like, you know, coming into this and creating this project, exactly what an elite broker needs to be able to perform and do your 80-20, right? Like 80% of your time is focused on money-making activities. And then the 20% is just like, okay, what do we got to do as brokers that we all, you know, it's the left brain, right brain, like, let's keep all of the details to a staff and let's hire that staff. So we've hired five full-time staff. They are individually amazing humans Mm -hmm. and they're here for the brokers every day in the office, you know, like, Hey, I need the comps for this. Like, Hey, by the way, I need the comps for this, you know, so that the brokers really can just think about the SIGs and the things that brokers want to be thinking about.
2: Yeah. I mean, also, I mean, my favorite part of it is everybody on the admin sides. been in the industry or is a current broker has their license thinks like a broker i mean that's the whole thing we Mm. pitch on that side of it is you have to think like a broker you know Mm -hmm. you have to approach this marketing the way you know a broker would like you i mean we start from the very like conception of a deal with admin admins on the very front end of it so they're with the deal the whole process so they know you know there's three there's you know, a thousand square feet in the basement that can be converted to two units. Like they, when they go write that marketing at the end, they remember that. Mm-hmm. Or they, you know, they understand why was, wait, why was this cap rate different? They understand what cap rates are, they understand value add, they understand construction. And so they're thinking about, you know, it's not the same cookie cutter marketing that a broker is going to have to go in and edit. It's not the same, you know, like right. ways to approach contracts. You know, it's just it's very like I think the board is just like it's very proactive um, on that side, I think, and creative. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's important to mention, too specifically john looker like you yeah. said he's had his hand in every bit of marketing that's flown around town yeah. he actually is a very a special cell. human yeah. to be a part of this whole thing and he and he speaks that language like you said like this is right. your...
2: all his design it, you know it, it like you just said he like he's done everything in town and he's quick he's in-house so it's like you know the turnaround time on anything is just it's right then uh-huh. you know it's and real time with him. Mm-hmm. right yeah So you guys kind of led into the next topic here,
0: you know, naturally just talking about marketing Mm -hmm. because obviously marketing properties, marketing brokers, marketing brokerage are high value and very important activities. And Brandon, I know you've been very, you know, uh, focused on different designs, detourinated on, you know, every part of the marketing process. Talk about the marketing we're doing here that's, you know, makes us a little bit different.
2: I mean, something like we throw out. And like, we really stand behind. I mean, for the last five months, it's just been like, you know, we're here for others. We're here for the brokers. We're here for the admin. We're here for our clients. And so, you know, when we do our marketing, I think everywhere else in town, everywhere else in town highlights themselves. And I think that's just, you know, you're highlighting your company. Here's our listing. Here's (laughs) what we've done. Here's what we can do. Whereas it's like, I'm going to highlight this property as best as I possibly can. You know, I'm going to do everything I can for this owner and, you know, create a vision for the next person to, to build upon. And so, I mean, everything is, you know, to whatever degree individualized and it does go back to the staff that we have and, and John and, and the mm-hmm. constant edits and the vibrancy within the office. I think it's just like a common thread throughout everything.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Like the, the OMS and all the details that we're putting out are, I, I see differences compared to other shops around town. And also just we're being more creative in the digital ad space. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be real. One of the industry standards is commercial brokerage is not up to speed in all the latest marketing trends and mm-hmm. internet marketing, to put it politely. Um, but we have done some really cool stuff of highlighting properties on, on podcasts, you know, my podcast mm-hmm. and then real estate channel. Doing digital ads to get in front of hundreds of thousands of eyeballs of the right investors in the right parts of the country. We actually have a really cool um, case study on one of the listings you did at Midtown a while ago, Brandon, that people can go download that, see all the details. Um, We did digital ads, podcasts, outreach, custom OMs, all sorts of really cool stuff. What a highlight i remember we we launched the campaign like the next day you took a screenshot of a text message i think from one of your clients for investors right. i can't remember the exact state, exact phrase in there but he mentioned sorcery in the ways you were promoting <laughs> it like can right. you can you paraphrase what he said in the reaction you got yeah, from I mean,
2: clients just, yeah just that you know no one else is doing it and what's really cool is in a way it feels effortless on the broker's like on the broker side of things, just because of mm-hmm. the team. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that obviously had a ton to do with you, a ton to do with Cambria, a ton to do with you and everybody, like the team around it. And so, you know, on my end, I'm just receiving like text messages, great feedback, right. incredible feedback. And it's just like, I I guess I did spend like 20 minutes on it, whereas everybody else behind me, you know. (laughs) Right, deployed, mm -hmm. yeah. But that's teamwork, that's the way it goes. Like, you play your Mm -hmm. strengths,
0: I play my strengths, camera to hers, John's Mm -hmm. to hers, like that's how we grow and we crush it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And something else on the marketing side is, I mean, we are sitting upstairs in the loft at the headquarters in a Mm -hmm. podcast video studio, which I don't think many other brokerages have an in-house studio in. That's Mm -hmm. what, 12 steps up the flight of stairs? Like, yeah. we're doing things differently for just right. looking forward. How can we be proactive? How can we look at things differently in the marketplace and just,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hey, we know where the trend's going. Let's be ahead of the trend.
1: Yeah. Or just like improve upon the current model. Like, it, I, it's kind of my view that there's a lot of room for improvement in this model. You know, it's, it's like, here's your sterile OM. Here's your template. Right. And like Brandon always talks about this, but. It's every single property has its own story to tell. And so it's yeah. like, what is that story behind that property? Like that's what a that's what an individual who's selling their nine million dollar, you know, property that they put their life savings in wants to know is like, how are you looking at the specifics of my property and then using that within your team? And it's really just like from a broker standpoint, like our team is doing that for you. And you're, you know, here to answer questions. You need to yeah. understand the property, but
2: I mean, it just gives the broker the ability to just like do the bread and butter, make the, all the necessary calls, so mm-hmm. that they're doing their job. Mm-hmm. You know, like where they're, you're not falling behind. If you have five listings, you still can hit every single mm-hmm. listing with the same intent, right? Do the same amount of calls while you have the background to do, you know, all the extra things. Right. And that was the biggest thing for my first switch was just how can I turn yeah ten deals a year to. 50 years, you know, yeah. like I just want to be able to handle that. And and yeah, and that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All
0: right, moving on to topic five here around leadership and mentorship. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that surprised me as we were, you know, putting together our plans, our programs for growing the business, helping our brokers have success. uh, Was just, I feel like a lot of times the lack of mentorship in the space, the lack of leadership. I was very surprised on that. So, from your guys' perspective, like, what's the industry standard and what are we doing to help our brokers succeed?
1: Hmm. Um, this is probably a, a better question for Brandon. I'll take a stab yeah. at it real quick and then you expand. But basically like brokers start a brokerage and then those brokers go off and do deals. Right. And so th- there's a difference that we want to intentionally make here that like there is a leadership staff here every single day to talk about your deals and, and, mm-hmm. Grow your business. And I think too, like the mentorship program that you've really mastermind is like, what are your goals? And let us help you be accountable to those goals. But like, you're not answering to us. Like, we're keeping you accountable, but you're not, we're not saying, like, here's your production, here's what you need to hit. Why are you not hitting it? Where's your report? Right. You know, yeah. it's just backwards. And so, yeah. I mean, this is, this is definitely your lane on. Mentors.
2: Oh, sure. I mean, also, I mean, there's great training, like there's a very specific formula to getting deals done to, you know, being a good broker. And so there's great training all throughout town, across the country, everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a national shop can just train you. Here's what you say on the phones. Here's rebuttals. Here's the, you know, how you yeah, approach a listing and like,
1: right.
2: And that's why, I mean, that's why brokers can be replaceable because there are those good training programs. But, you know, I think it's more of just, like, getting in the weeds, like, caring about people, caring about, like, you know, wanting to build their career with them, Um, and not just seeing them as a dollar figure. You know, I make my money off of brokerage. So, I'm in here, you know, we're in here every single day. We're doing deals. We're collaborating with our brokers. You know, they're working on our deals. We're working on their deals. Mm -hmm. And so, it's just, I mean, it really is just, like, every single person towards one common goal, speaking the exact same language, so... I think that's the difference. You know, we're in it daily with it rather than just like an implemented training program. And then you hit your goals.
0: Yeah, totally. And I mean, when we sit down with our brokers, we we say, hey, what's your, what's your one-year goal? What's mm-hmm. your three-year goal? Right. What's your 10-year goal? Like mm-hmm. we want to create that partnership and that mm-hmm. that community where mm-hmm. we can grow long-term together. Because I mean, number it's more enjoyable for all of us to help people grow and have success. But from a business standpoint too, like it's If our long-term interests are online and we can crank on year one, that compounds year two, compounds year three, like we all just do better that way. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's very unique. And you touched on it, too, very unique about our leadership structure is not just like three brokers um, with, hey, all great brokers, but all the exact same common skill set, you know partnerships are great because different people bring different strengths to the table and mm-hmm. all three of us bring very different strengths to the table where 1 plus 1 plus 1 is not equal to 3 but it's equal to 6 or 9 mm-hmm. yeah. like i mean Brandon i mean you know you're you're a top producer around town but also just like a phenomenal leader for the guys yes. and motivating and training them like your, your office is open, an open office on the floor. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I listen to what you and the guys are doing and it's just like, wow, like you're just great at it. And the results are in like the broker's attitude, the broker's results. Like it, it's really cool to watch. Um, Teal, with your experience in doing all sorts of deals, but also being able to kind of go, hey, I can go into deal-making mode, help brokers overcome this, whatever <laughs> problem they have in the contract, because yeah. it always happens, yeah. but also running the brokerage, growing the staff and making sure that all behind the scenes stuff We talk about marketing, support, admin. I mean, that's because you're back there like day to day, um, you know, making sure all that stuff is getting in place and getting all the systems in place. So it's a really cool, diverse team we have here as well. Mm -hmm. And I really focus a lot more on the marketing standpoint of things. That's, you know, that's my strength and strong suit. And one of the things I always like to focus on is just, hey, how can we be different? How can we look ahead? Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, how many... Brokerages have principles that, you know, run a local investing podcast or that have a like the number one multifamily show on bigger pockets. Like Mm -hmm. it's just very unique as to all the resource we have here, which translates into us being able to provide a better value to our our brokers, our clients.
1: Yeah. Right. Like that's the concept of whoever has the attention really wins. And I think that's a lot that you're bringing the high level marketing of you know, like let's, it's the ability to feature a property and do deal analysis on that. So that instead of, you know, the broker can just say like, oh, here's the, here's the analysis of that deal. Right. And one email Mm -hmm. with one link, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. And they can walk up here and record that podcast. Like that's value, right? Like what, who else is getting that out of their split? What other brokers are getting that service? Right. Or, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a, it's a mentality too. Like, I think a lot of brokerages look at it you know, broker comes in, wants a job. And then they say, they're interviewing right for the brokerage and they're nervous and they got their suit on and they're like, okay, I got to like impress these guys. And it's just like, okay, let's mix that up. We're interviewing you. You have a business that we're interested in providing value to. And if that makes sense, and we provide you that value, then it'll make sense throughout. And if so, if you're the right person that fits in the puzzle piece that fits into this larger picture, then this is like, our incentives are aligned. Let's be together for 10 years. We'll help you build whatever wealth you want to build.
0: Yeah. That leads right on topic number <laughs> six is wealth creation. Yeah. And that was something that we it's identified, important. you know, as we're kind of going through the the business plan and how we can, again, you know, provide really just unique value to our brokers. I yeah. think, Brandon, you have a good perspective on here because, I mean, you you do a lot of investing in Idaho. Yeah. Um, You know, hey we're helping our clients, our buyers and sellers go out there and create wealth for themselves. But right. I mean, everyone involved in the real estate journey wants to create wealth themselves as well. So how does like our attitude towards wealth creation differ from like the, the industry standard out there?
2: Mm. I mean, it's on the forefront of our minds, right? Like we, we are doing our best work to get fees to put it back into real estate. Mm. You know, I think one thing that we really harp on is exploring other markets. You know, Denver, we try to stay away from entirely just to not compete with clients and just really have that attitude that we are 100% here for our clients. You know, I have bought in Denver in the past and it just didn't feel right, you know, and I've sold everything that I have owned. Never just because, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. you don't want to bring it up that you bought a good deal or it's just like you've seen it happen. And so I haven't bought a lot here, but it's been more, you know, go find another market, you know, work with everybody you know to find those deals and uh you know we want you to spend time on 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 creating wealth on creating uh wealth by buying deals where i mean in a way it's discouraged at other places in the sense of like mm-hmm. then your attention's away from brokers which makes the brokers money you right. know and, and you so
1: we focus on that right and yeah. it's like mm-hmm.
2: once again like I, I, we think it's so important to go buy deals too because then you understand real estate you understand what sellers mm-hmm. are going through you know you mm-hmm. don't want to if I own a if I own a deal, I don't really want to sell it to somebody or sell it with somebody who has never, you know, swung a hammer on a property or had to do a refinance on their own property or you know decide mm-hmm. between a sale or not. So, I mean, I think I think owning real estate also just makes you a better broker too.
0: Yeah, totally. And that's just a big focus hear here is that wealth creation, yeah. that entrepreneurial spirit, like that just mm-hmm. carries through because mm-hmm. again, yeah, we want to see everyone succeed. And so, last but not least is is point number seven. We won't go into details about, you know, like split percentages mm-hmm. because, in the day, like splits, cost, it doesn't matter. In my mind, it's the value. Mm-hmm. What value are you getting? And that's everything from, you know, buy some in the grocery store, or Amazon, but at the same time, like, you know, brokers are their own businesses. They're independent, they have their own business. And it's really, in my mind, a partnership. But we provide, I think, a lot of value and also have some unique ways on the way we structure um, mm-hmm. splits as well. Mm-hmm. So, I know, Brandon, you've talked about this in the past, like, how would you describe the way we've kind of structured things to make it a win-win for the brokerage and the mm-hmm. broker?
2: Well, Teal can talk about, like, how, you know, are the difference in the way our splits change, the more you have production, the yeah. baseline splits, everything like mm-hmm. that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest thing for me is the brokerage only makes money off of what the brokerage deserves on the work that they put out, you know, rather than... In a way, exploiting a broker to where if they're a $2 million broker, oh, yeah, d- did our brokers really earn, you know, $800,000 a year based <laughs> right. off of what we did? No. Like, no. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, and Teal can speak to it, but like our splits mm-hmm. vary the more you do and, you know, you take home more of the pie, the more you do. So, I mean, you mm-hmm. can get into that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more you make, the more you keep basically. I mean, it's that's pretty, simple. It's pretty
0: simple. It's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing concept, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It's an annual sliding scale. So it's just basically like, you know, a lot of times you're a lot of brokers aren't making as much money as they should because they're tied to a brokerage that takes an amount every single time, no matter the deal, no matter the time of the year. But the reality is like, we all work on a calendar basis. We all work on a tax year. So once you've paid into the brokerage, why does the brokerage keep, keep exploiting you? It doesn't make sense, you know? I think we do have an amazing split scale, but that's, you know, a conversation for individuals and, like, how much experience they have and going into that. But a tiered system makes more sense to align the incentive of the broker to Mm -hmm. crank whenever they've got a tiered split at the end of the year, and they're just, like, you know, at that point, paying in very little, and we're just covering their marketing or covering, you know, um, just basic overhead. But at, at some point, we just recognize that there's exploitation in the marketplace and that that is something that can be improved upon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I mean, that that's a great thing to end on is just, you know, the splits, which comes down to the value. You know, mm-hmm. I always, when I look at things from a business and investing, a consumer standpoint is I don't want necessarily the cheapest. I want the best value for myself. And that's what we do to give out brokers. Hey, what's the best value we can mm-hmm. give out? Mm-hmm. And you know, we're a great brokerage. You might be a great broker. doesn't mean we're a great fit for each other, but that's why we're very much focused on, if anything resonates with you on what we've talked about Mm -hmm. here or mentioned, reach out. It's a very, uh, you know, conversational, uh, casual process. Mm -hmm. Have a conversation with us, download our slide deck, get a few more details, Down some case studies, high-level conversation. It's all confidential, of course, but then Come in, come see the office, come meet the team, come meet the brokers, come shoot some hoops, uh, see if you can be brand in the game, um, come have some fun and see what the culture is like and get a feel for what value we can provide and see if we're a great partnership going forward.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So all of our contact details are in the show notes. The links to the slide deck, all the resources we talked about are in the show notes as well. And if anyone out there has any questions, do not hesitate to reach out. We love building relationships. We love helping to figure out how we can create a win-win situation. So Teal, thank you. Brandon, thank you. Listeners, viewers, thank you. Hopefully, we'll be uh, shooting some hoops with you soon.